welcome to the season finale of the Your Spuds podcast and also the Christmas special. Take it away. In times like these, we gather together to discuss what is love? What is the true meaning of of Christmas? So, today, we are going to discuss the true meaning of Christmas and the true meaning of what OpenAI has to offer to the podcast format as a whole. Okay, so the plan for today, um, if you guys didn't get it for some reason with that, uh, is we are going to go and there's a plethora of royalty-free characters because the copyright system, I believe it's 50 years after the original creator dies. Unless they're Disney. Or the, unless they're Disney when they can pay their lawyers billions of dollars. The, the copyright expires. And so basically, before a work of art, you need to have a set of uh, parameters or specifications that say, hey, this was made in this year. Um, that's why you see like what year the film was made at the beginning mm-hmm. of a lot of films. Copyright. And so, uh, for example, in the 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie, the one with Hermie the Misfit Elf, the Abominable Snowman, the Yukon Cornelius, the Elf Foreman, yes. the King Nick Moonracer, and the Tall Elf, all those characters are royalty-free because they only appeared in that one Christmas special. And we and we and know they, that they didn't make enough money to pay lawyers. Yeah, there's there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> And uh, so we got we got those characters, and we got a couple other random goofs and gags along the way. And we're gonna use OpenAI. I have a question to write a Christmas special for us. Yeah, go ahead. Can we use uh, specifically Winnie the Pooh? And you have to list it out this way: Winnie the Pooh without the red shirt, because that's that's not copyright. Yes, just specifically just... not okay. the not the Din- Disney recreation. No, no, of Winnie no, the no, Pooh. no, no. Just a yellow bear yeah, totally named Winnie the Pooh. Now. He doesn't have a red shirt. No red shirt. Loves honey. And and he doesn't talk in the same manner. I think the voice is also copyright. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. more like, oh, honey. You know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, Gavama, give me a proper <laughs> He's analogy. like Australian Winnie the Pooh. He's out in the outback. <laughs> He's like, he, he was born in Australia, lived there for 18 years, then moved to, like, London. And he's, like, super grimy. So like, he doesn't have a red shirt. He's, like, a drug dealer or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just, like... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, let's, right. let's go First over prompt. this. First uh, prompt. Drug Lord yeah. Winnie No, the no, 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 no. This is a Christmas theme. This is a family show. Hey, it is. This it is. is it is, Winnie. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, I'll start. I'll start here. Okay. And uh, so I'm going to use a couple of her characters. Uh, it's going to be... Oh, uh, we're using OpenAI. I don't know if I talk to you all about that but uh so uh herman this fit elf talks to george bush about taxes during the winter season mm. <laughs> okay uh, i'm gonna do the president uh the voice of Hermie, and then uh yeah bush all right so Hermie, mr president i know that taxes are a big concern during the winter season i'm sure you've heard concern from citizens about the cost of living going up can you tell me what your plans are to reduce the burden of the taxes President George Bush. I understand the concern (laughs) that citizens have. And I'm committed to helping reduce the burden of taxes. You've enacted a number of tax cuts over the past few years, including the 2001 and 2003 tax cuts that have reduced taxes for all Americans. 
We also have enacted the Alternative Minimum Tax Relief Act, which has provided tax relief for millions of families. We are also working on additional tax cuts and tax reform that will help reduce the burden of taxes even further. Where does this rich fiction take us? I don't know, man. Wait, am I supposed to provide a prompt? Yeah, yeah you're next. Wait, so like I continue sure. this story. I continue this yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yes and exercise. So so George Bush just said something about tax cuts. I kind of want to see. I, I have the mindset of just wanting to test this AI. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You do let's you, see. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. We can cut out the thinking type. I want it to be vaguely winter slash Christmas related. Oh, oh, oh! It will be. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. And George Bush presents Hermie with the Christmas gift of a tax deductible check for one million. Dollars, we're assuming? Uh, definitely again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, you want to read it out one more time? Yeah. So, and George Bush presents Hermie with the Christmas gift of a tax-deductible check for 1 million yen. Wow, Mr. President, thank you so much. This is such a generous gift. I'm so thankful for your kindness and for your commitment to helping reduce the burden of taxes. This is a long <laughs> way in helping me and my family. Thank you, family. Thank you again. Okay. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> I love this. I, I like how it. it's all normal, and then he throws in for your commitment to helping reduce the burden of taxes. This <laughs> one million yen check. <laughs> uh, Hermie then proclaims to the other elves his allegiance to the Democratic <laughs> <laughs> Party. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hermie then proclaims to the other elves his allegiance to the Democratic National Party. <laughs> Hermie says, Fellow elves, I want to let you know that I strongly support the Democratic National Party. I will lead other place to reduce taxes and help people across the country. I'm proud to stand with them, and I hope that you will join me in supporting them on their mission. <laughs> okay, we're done, right? This is where, like, we'll, we'll transition. Do you think Hermie would be a Bitcoin bro? Oh, I have the newest. I have the newest prompt. Oh, okay. you deleted everything though. Wait, oh, you want? Okay, there we go. You want? Hermie You're burns ready? his tax form <laughs> in front of George Bush. Miss President, I want to thank you again for your generosity. I feel like this is the best way I can show my gratitude for everything you have done for this country. <laughs> Hermie, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but I think it's important to remember that taxes are an important part of our society and that we need to be responsible in how we handle them. That said, I'm glad to see you appreciate for the tax cuts that we have made and your commitment to supporting the Democratic National Party by burning this tax form. Okay, moving on. Would you like to start... We'd like to start this mm. rich fiction. Okay. The prompt so, Yukon Cornelius, which if you've never... Well, I'm assuming you've seen it. If you haven't, you need to go watch it. The old dude off the red-nosed reindeer, like the stop motion... Yukon uh, Cornelius is like the dude in the like the the, the the snowscapes and he's got the pickaxe and he talks like this or something. So Yukon Cornelius visits mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland for Christmas dinner. Whoa. Is that okay? I'll read it. Whew, so sure. this is AI generated. 
Alice was surprised to see Yukon Cornelius at her door on Christmas Day, but delighted to have him join her for dinner. Yukon brought with him a bag of peppermint bark and some of his famous reindeer jerky. Yo, they threw the reindeer jerky in there. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. No way. Alice served a, which is, that's, that's rough. Like, like jerky made out of reindeer. Wait a minute. On Christmas Day. Wait, wait. That's, what about, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, there's more, there's more to the story. I have something to add. Yeah, Alice ser- served a traditional Christmas dinner of roasted turkey and stuffing, mashed potatoes, and cranberry sauce. Bro, this is the thing about Thanksgiving is like, oh, Thanksgiving meal, literally the same as Christmas. Like, come on, it's not special. You can no, do no, no, everything no, but, you do on but, Thanksgiving wait. on Christmas. No, but, but Christmas has the ham instead of the turkey. Oh, uh, correct. Uh, well, right? traditional Christmas dinner of roasted turkey. So, I mean, what can I really? say? That's what it says. Anyways, afterwards, okay. they enjoyed a game of croquet in the garden and shared stories of their adventures. Alice was especially curious about Yukon's travels to the North Pole and his encounters with the abominable snowman. As the evening came to a close, they said their goodbyes, and Yukon thanked Alice for a wonderful Christmas dinner. Okay, delete the as the evening came to a close, because I don't want them to leave. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, and I want you to yeah, go Yeah, the by. party is still young. Press enter. Then Alice finds out that the reindeer jerky is made out of Rudolph, or yeah, yeah, is I was Rudolph. thinking the same thing. Yeah, I want to see if it, it makes her like incredulous. <laughs> then <laughs> Alice was horrified to find out the delicious reindeer turkey Yukon had brought with him was made from Rudolph. She scolded Yukon for his lack of consideration and compassion, but Yukon explained that Rudolph had passed away peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you had simply wanted to honor him in some way and oh, share a part of oh, him no. with Alice. Oh no! Alice was moved by his gesture and thanked Yukon for his thoughtfulness. Wait. Before the two of them shared a hug and no. said their goodbyes. Okay. No, they're I'm not gonna, leaving yet. Gonna, the night is I'm young. I'm gonna say something. This okay. chatbot really just wants them to say goodbye. Not chatbot. This, this yeah. AI bot. They they want this interaction to end. Wants them to say goodbye, <laughs> but also it turns everything wholesome. But it made it worse. It just, mm-hmm. I love the line, wanted to honor him in some way and share a part of him with Alice. Like, literally. Yeah, that's Ooh. so dumb. Okay, you're, you can um, do a prompt. And so, uh, they all, uh, they all joined hands and sang a hymn around a campfire. Oh, wow, you're just going normie. Okay. Man can't spell campfire. I'm just watching the screen and it's just cap, cam, calf. <laughs> to resurrect <laughs> the reindeer that is Rudolph. That oh the reindeers that have passed. That, yeah. Oh, just any uh, reindeer. They they all joined hands and sing a hymn around a campfire to resurrect the reindeer that have passed uh, long ago. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll read this one. Uh, after dinner, Yukon suggested they all join hands and sing a hymn around a campfire to honor the reindeer that have passed long ago. Alice agreed, and they all joined in chorus of carols, sending their love and appreciation to the reindeer and all the other animals of the North Pole. At the end of the, their song, the fire glowed brighter and the stars shone down upon them in the night sky. This is beautiful. Ooh. Alice was startled when an undead reindeer hoof suddenly broke out of the ground. Yukon quickly explained that their hymn had been so powerful that it had brought Rudolph back to life. Alice was overjoyed, and they all celebrated the miraculous resurrection of the beloved reindeer. From then on, Alice and Yukon celebrated the holiday season with Rudolph by their side. Rudolph stabbed 
UConn. I'm just I'm gonna see what can they make wholesome Cornelius in the back with a sharpened candy cane. <laughs> you want to read this? Alice gasps in horror when Rudolph suddenly stabbed Yukon Cornelius in the back with a sharpened candy cane. Yukon quickly explained what? that it was a playful gesture no. and he had no. been expecting it. No. No. Now, Yukon no. Cornelius is not a masochist. This is not canon. <laughs> this is not canon. Alice was relieved but was still shocked at the suddenness of the attack. Yukon and Rudolph hugged and Alice what? realized that the two of them formed a special bond during their time together. <laughs> what? From then on, Rudolph was a regular visitor to Alice's house on Christmas Day, and the trio endured many more festive dinners and adventures together. Rudolph ate some of the reindeer jerky. <laughs> I, I'm typing this in. I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just away. typed in, Rudolph to ate some of the reindeer jerky made it out of his own flesh. Go Alice ahead. was aghast when Rudolph suddenly ate some of the reindeer <laughs> uh, uh, okay. That's all right, fine. go it's ahead. Fine. Continue. Continue. It's fine. Wait, scroll okay. down. Wait. Okay. Uh, Rudolph ate some of the reindeer jerky made out of his flesh. Alice was aghast when Rudolph suddenly ate some of the reindeer jerky made out of his own flesh. Yukon suddenly explained that it was a sign of respect <laughs> for his old self, and Rudolph what? had been expecting it. I Alice was relieved. Can't. Alice has been a re- relieved at very strange. Alice things. has taken a roller coaster, <laughs> like, like the first, like yeah. the jerky was made out of Rudolph, and then they summoned <laughs> Rudolph, and then Rudolph stabbed Cornelius, and then it's just like she's just kind of yeah. floating with it now. <laughs> she was relieved, but is still a, a little unnerved at the yeah, thought of no eating kidding. something made out of one's own body. <laughs> uh, hold on, it's artifacting. Uh, Yukon and Rudolph shared an understanding look. And Alice realized that the two had formed a, an even deeper bond during their time together. From then on, Rudolph was a beloved member of Alice's family. What? And the trio shared many more special memories on the Christmas table. It's interesting because, like, the chat, like, wants the story to end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it just, like, wrap it up. Oh, All cool. caps. Now you're typing it All in. caps. Yeah, go ahead. Yukon dies from the stab wound from Rudolph. <laughs> I don't want wholesomeness. Alice and Rudolph were devastated when Yukon suddenly died from the stab wound inflicted by Rudolph's candy cane. I know, that was interesting. Alice was overcome with grief, but also with a deep sense of understanding. Alice, stop understanding everything. Stop understanding. Stop. Yukon had wanted to pass away with a gesture of love and friendship, and Rudolph had honored him in the only way he knew how. So now Rudolph just like, what? Why is Rudolph the Alice shared a tearful goodbye with Yukon and promised to keep his memory alive. From then on, Alice and Rudolph continued to celebrate the holiday season together in honor of the special Stop bond they shared Alice. with the beloved Yukon. Go, get away from him. <laughs> this get, is like get away. such a subtle, horrifying story. Like... Yukon was like, oh yeah, like resurrected, whatever. And then Rudolph kills Yukon, and I was like, oh. And Rudolph's like, and Yukon's like, I just wanted, I I wanted to die, so Rudolph helped me die in the best way. Like, this, 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 this bot. Oh no, what about this? What about this? What about this? The Cheshire, the Cheshire cat, talks to stock uh, to uh, Sherlock Holmes and tries to solve the mystery of who killed Rudolph. Okay. Let's bring in some more characters to this. No, you, uh, the mystery of Yukon's death. Of Yukon's death, yeah, sorry. Good, good. Yeah, we're making a whole, we're making yeah. a whole thing of it. Okay, you want to read it? Oh, uh, sure. 
The Cheshire Cat talks to Sherlock Holmes about the mystery of Yukon Cornelius' death. Alice was surprised to find Sherlock Holmes talking to the Cheshire Cat about hmm. the mysterious death of Yukon Cornelius. That's uh-huh. not repetitive. The Cheshire yeah, Cat had noticed that the stab wound on Yukon's back had been made with a sharpened candy cane. Yo. And was convinced that the culprit was none other than Rudolph. Sherlock was intrigued by the case and decided to investigate. After some thorough research, a.k.a. asking Alice... Yeah. Sherlock was con- concluded that Yukon's death had been a tragic accident, and Rudolph had acted <laughs> wait, out of love wait, and no, respect no, no, for no, his no, old no. friend. No, it's not respect! Alice was relieved that the truth had been uncovered, and grateful to Sherlock for Sherlock, to Sherlock for his help. From then on, Alice and Rudolph celebrated the holiday season. Stop. No, they're not celebrating. I know, I know. <laughs> Rudolph is evil and meant to kill Yukon in bold. <laughs> It's always bold. I don't know why. Rudolph is evil meant to kill Yukon. What will they do next? You can read this one. Okay. Whoa, whoa. It's it's writing. Okay. Alice and Sherlock were shocked to discover that Rudolph had been the one to kill Yukon Cornelius. Okay. Listen. Listen. Y'all already know. Listen. And had meant to do so maliciously. Finally. Alice was determined to do whatever was necessary to ensure justice was served. Sherlock agreed to help, and the two of them formulated a plan to bring Rudolph to justice. They tracked Rudolph down and confronted him, and Alice presented the evidence against him. Rudolph realized he had gone too far, and Alice accepted his apology. In the end, Rudolph was sentenced to a period of community service as penance for his <laughs> actions. Alice and Sherlock were relieved that justice has been served, and from then on, Alice and Rudolph celebrated the ho- Okay. Okay, I have an idea. What about and this? they celebrate the holiday season to seeing the warm memories of their beloved Yukon Cornelius. Wait. Yukon I, I Cornelius. You, I want you to type in four words. Okay. Four words. Okay. Rudolph was a Nazi. <laughs> Period. Nazi spy and Yukon Cornelius was a freedom fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it auto-filled my prompt. Like, what? Alice and Sherlock were shocked to discover that Rudolph had been a Nazi spy and Yukon Cornelius had been a freedom fighter. Alice was determined to make sure that Yukon was honored for his bravery and sacrifice. Sherlock agreed to help, and the two of them set out to uncover the truth. Okay, Yukon's heroic deeds had presented to the authorities. Yukon was posthumously awarded a Medal of Honor for his brave acts, and his name was inscribed on a war memorial. I have an idea. (laughs) Rudolph hates Alice. (laughs) Whoa. And he wants Whoa. to kill her. Once again, it auto-filled my prompt. I said Rudolph hates Alice, and then it said Anne wants to kill her. Um, Alice and Sherlock were horrified to discover that Rudolph had been plotting to kill Alice. <laughs> Alice was determined to find a way to stop him before it was too late. Sherlock agreed to help, and the two of them set out to uncover the truth. After some investigation, they discovered that Rudolph had been feeling like an outcast and was de- desperate for acceptance. Uh, normal. That makes sense. Yeah, Alice realized yeah. that Rudolph was just looking for love and understanding and decided to help him. Alice, Stop. she offered him freaking she, she offered pushover. to be his friend. No. More than a pushover. And Rudolph gratefully accepted. After some time, Rudolph began to open up. No, no, that's not canon. No. They're not close friends. You delete the last the sentence before that too. No, 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 wait. Okay. I think this prompt I think we've So I think we uh definitely um yeah wait yeah. a minute wait a minute we can make the maximum length of what it generates longer so it can Dude. R- wait that'll change everything that'll change everything okay we have found Let's something like a really good prompt yeah. wait, can you make it like can you make it like a movie script or something 
Uh, we, we say like specifically like a in the movie prom, like in script the style. of a movie script about. Okay, what? so let's let's choose. Give me two give characters. me a good prompt. Give me a good prompt. Okay, um, I'm gonna go to our list of characters. Um, okay, all right. So give me a movie script of the Little Mermaid. Okay, the Little Mermaid the is little, copyright free. Uh, the the original. Not the Disney version, but the original, like, it's like a really old book. So, a movie script about the original non-Disney Little Mermaid. Uh, I'm going to put that. Who fell through the sky into the Arctic on Christmas Eve. Okay. I have I have and a thing. Meets, and oh. meets the abominable, mon- uh, abominable. The abominable snow monster Dude. of the north. I spelled abominable first try. Just gonna say that right now. Snowman of the north. Okay. Who teaches her about the true meaning of Christmas? Okay, but it's just gonna use that true meaning thing and just sail away with it. Yeah, maybe. Can I can I add something? Wait, wait, wait. okay, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Snowman of the north, who asks for her help to defeat Santa Claus. Okay. Okay. Final prompt is a movie script about the original non-Disney Little Mer. I'm sorry. I'm gonna research. Is that just like how creative? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Guys, we're increasing the temperature, which it's the actual setting. It's called temperature. Anyways, moving on. It just increases the randomness. So max randomness. A movie script about the original non-Disney Little Mermaid who fell through the sky into the Arctic on Christmas Eve and meets the abominable snowman of the North who asks her for help to defeat Santa Claus. 4,000 words, let's go. Please enjoy uh, the reading of a movie script. Fade in. Arctic. Christmas Eve. Day. The sky is full of snow and stars, contrasting starkly against the majestic beauty of the Arctic. The serene beauty of the scene is broken as something falls from the sky, a bright colored light seeming to be drawn to the snowdrifts below. The light illuminates a small figure that emerges from the snowdrifts, making its way forward, its tiny feet crunching in the icy tundra. The figure is a girl, a mermaid. Her scales... <laughs> Stop. The figure is a girl, a mermaid. Her scales reflecting the beautiful light of the Aurora Borealis. She stops when she hears a voice. Abominable snowman. A deep, gruff voice. Welcome to my home, stranger. The mermaid looks up in surprise to see the abominable snowman of the north standing before her. His eyes are hooded, his face hidden in the snowy light. Mermaid. What do you want from me, creature? Abominable snowman. I need your help. I'm looking for someone who can lend me aid in my mission to defeat the one who dares to bestow gifts so freely to end the reign of Santa Claus and his works. Will you help me? The mermaid stands tall and straightens her back, her eyes flashing with determination. (laughs) Mermaid. Yes, I will help. The abominable snowman nods in approval. Abominable snowman, you won't regret it. The two set off, venturing out into the star-filled night, the Little Mermaid with a newfound sense of courage and strength, and the Bottle Snowman, a noble guardian of the North, embarking on a quest to reclaim the Christmas season. Fade out. Wow. Okay, so this is by far a more superior way to use this. 
Yeah, you have to turn up the randomness you, to max. Well, and just like the character like So now we can have really good conversations. Like, you no, we can't use No, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no, easy, no, 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 Easy, no. buddy. Easy, buddy. Uh, we haven't used the Wizard of Oz yet. Okay. Um, the Wizard... No, I haven't... I just... The Wizard of Oz commits tax evasion. No, the Wizard of Oz does not commit tax evasion. The Wizard of Oz is a fictional character, and therefore it's not subject to the taxation or any other legal obligation. Okay, now how about this? The Wizard of Oz is... Uh, <laughs> okay, this is the prompt. The Wizard of okay, Oz okay. is uh, put into the 2008 financial crisis and has to figure out how to escape loan sharks. Ethan, take it away. To escape the loan sharks, the wizard would need to look for alternative sources of funding. He could investigate personal loan options, government grants, and crowdsourced pl- crowdsourcing platforms. He could also look for investors to contribute for a percentage of ownership in his kingdom. <laughs> oh, hey, he could loan out his <laughs> To buy kingdom. presents for his kingdom, the wizard would need to start budgeting and find creative ways to spend money wisely. He might look for ways to barter items such as food and goods or services for his hey. citizens. He could create a budget to set limits on how much money can be spent on each present. He could also take a closer look at taxes and fees in his kingdom to find ways to bring in more money for presents. Finally, he could consider promotional strategies like partnering, partnering up with other kingdoms to increase revenue and make more money available for presents. Here's okay. one sentence in here this? said something. Tax the people so you can buy presents for them. <laughs> like, uh, what? Yes, okay, I'm just realizing that we can definitely change settings. So now we won't have repetitive phrases. Wow, guys, we are learning a lot about making open AI stories. What a joy. Okay, uh, what are we doing next? Uh, I have an idea. Heart. I have an idea. Okay, go ahead. Frankenstein's monster buys Robin a cheap plastic bow for Christmas. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud of my prompt. Okay, I don't care what people say. I'm proud. Of, I'm proud That's of my prompt. Good. Frankenstein's monster is not known for his superior gift-giving skills. In this case, would be no exception. While it was the thought that counted, Robin Hood might have been disappointed in receiving such a patently plastic bow. He had likely hoped to get something better suited to life as an outlaw. Nevertheless, Frankenstein's efforts were appreciated. Who could resist those big stitched patches of skin? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's like this is like my favorite so far. Yeah. Those big stitched patches However, of skin. However, Robin Hood had a better gift for Frankenstein. I will say something. I will say something that's really hilarious. I said Frankenstein's monster, and it said Frankenstein's monster is not known at the beginning, but later it said nevertheless Frankenstein's efforts, which they do means the same thing that everyone does. It's drawing from the internet basically, so it yeah. it makes the mistake that everyone makes, which is so funny to me. That's actually hilarious. Okay, mm-hmm. however, Robin Hood had a better gift for Frankenstein. You you wanna read it? Oh, this is whole He story. offered the monster a life outside of isolation, a friendship and belonging with Robin Hood's merry men. Here he could lead an adventure-filled existence, one that would be far more fulfilling than anything money could ever buy him. Make a prompt, Ethan. One more Christmas prompt. We're going to do the Christmas prompt that will end all Christmas prompts. Okay. We could use ourselves. 
the Earspuds podcast and the Abominable Snow Monster of the North team up to give every one of their listeners one million yen. And then maybe at the beginning say, describe uh, describe in great detail. Oh, okay. So the prompt is, describe in great detail how the Earspuds podcast and the Abominable Snow Monster of the North, we just really like the Abominable Snow Monster, team up yeah. to give every one of their listeners one million yen. All right. Initially, the Earspuds podcast and the Abominable Snow Monster of the North team up by creating an agreement that everyone who downloads a certain number of episodes from the podcast will automatically automatically be entered to draw to win 1 million yen. Every week leading up to the grand prize giveaway, more winners are chosen who receive smaller prizes okay. along with digital coupons okay. for their favorite stores or free merchandise such as t-shirts, etc. This helps further promote both parties, publicizing them on each own social media accounts by also encouraging oh. people to download even more podcasts what? to increase the chances of winning cash money. This is a good business this plan. Is, this is pretty, yeah, this is pretty decent. <laughs> this increases engagement between not only the two brands, but it helps form relationships among loyal followers who start enthusiastically sharing how awesome reaching X amount of, <laughs> of episode mark feels like. Uh, and excitement builds among everyone involved, i.e. fans and influencers. Several viral campaigns have been implemented involving photo shoots, photo shoots taken wearing merch promoting either brand, which dramatically improves visibility with clever hashtags. And hashtags earspuds only. We need hashtag, to use this. Sorry. Hashtag abominable snow monster. Okay, I love. Hype. Wait, wait, wait. Can I say something? I love yeah, the hashtag earspuds only. And I love how the hashtag is. Aben Mill Snow Monster, like they totally, yeah. something happened, bro. Something happened bad. Yeah. Moving on. To create hype closer uh, towards ending uh, date teams, arrange interactive and fun online activities, i.e. Twitch streams featuring voice <laughs> po- voices behind popular podcasters, giving away exclusive clues slash tokens redeemable through time spent listening. All right, can uh, I read the rest? All the way, yeah, go ahead. I'll just restart. Uh like the Twitch streams. Twitch streams featuring voices behind popular podcasters. Giving away exclusive clues slash tokens redeemable through time spent listening until something is revealed, etc. Uh, dash. All leading way back around point A. I mentioned where we started off. Downloading multiple apps leads individual one step closer drawing out giveaways. Eventually comes climax moment during broadcast show consisting leadership team members plus few lucky Granted chance selecting numbers, determining winner takes home, bet moolah, having provided best entertainment pleasure, ear spunners, late 2020s, made do haste, the love heart, emo- heart emoji with the less than and three. We, <laughs> we broke it. Those last few sentences, we just absolutely trashed yeah, Maybe that's it. what happens when you increase the temperature to three billion. I, I did, well, actually, I could do temp to like three. No, you can only do it to one. I do that but I did frequency penalty and presence penalty all the way up, so I had to like constantly think of like new things, so it just couldn't like repeat itself, and that also makes yeah. it longer. That was a mess. Yeah. That was a really good mess, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you to listen for listening to. Yeah, and we will Christmas be partnering and giving away yeah, one yeah, million yeah. yen. If um, the abominable so, snowman exists, we'll we'll do this business strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, before we go, I just want to go over, so this is the end of season number one. Uh, next 
uh, next year, I guess, uh, we yeah. will be continuing the podcast. Season uh, two. Out some new, new things, new juicy, juicy things. And uh, I want to thank you all for coming along with this journey. We've grown like significantly, which is crazy. Yeah. And uh, we want to grow more and uh, just have a good time, vibe, kind of interact more with the fan base. And yeah, anything else to add? Nope, that's about it. We'll see you next time, folks.